life trying to beat me down but it don't work see i'm too strong defeating i ain't friends because we don't never get along i can't stand the status quo you can't box me in bro i take risk i stand on edge and click no parachute let's go here's some things that they say in the church um and then in the christian entrepreneurship room to make you feel like he's guaranteed you're going to be successful um what god has for me is for me follow your passion pursue your purpose follow your dreams all those none of those are in the bible let's chat about it hey this is arthur ceo grenada nut company co-creator meg relief the all natural pain relief listen um there's a lot of things we've been taught in the world that corrupts us and, and will hinder us from being successful in business. But it's also a lot of things that's taught in the church that will corrupt us and prevent us and hinder us from being successful in business. And I want to go through a couple of those. One of those is, um, you know, follow your passion, right? Follow your passion, follow your purpose, right? Like we say those things and we hear those things and it makes sense to us because we have a desire to do something or we're really good at something. We really enjoy something. So surely we're supposed to follow that for our job. We're supposed, we're supposed to make a business out of it. Um, but why? Right. Like if you like photography, right, you love the creation of an image. Does that mean you need to make a business out of it? Maybe that's that that photography is supposed to be just a hobby for you or something you do on the side while you are an HR executive or, you know, work in finance, right? Just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that's what God called you to do. Like, for instance, I mean, if, if we were supposed to follow our passion, would Jesus really have given his life? I mean, he knew that he was about to get, like, abused on those last days before his crucifixion. I'm quite sure that he wasn't passionate about the crucifixion. He was passionate about us. He endured the crucifixion because it was a part of a larger plan, right? And so don't get caught up in following your passion. Your passion may be something, something purely for your enjoyment or a small part of a larger thing, right? So we're going to do that one. Um, another one, what God has for me is for me. There is no biblical basis for this, right? Like there are plenty of times where God ordained something for somebody in the Bible but they screwed up so many times that they that they lost it or there was some things given to people and God allowed it to be taken away. Don't believe me. Saul, King Saul, before David, Saul was anointed by God to be king. His heart posture, his inability to, to stay right and be obedient to God cost him his kingship and, and it was taken from him and the generations of his family and given to David. Had he been compliant and obedient to God, his family would still probably be, uh, you know, the kings of Israel. Right. Job, who we always want to talk about, um, um, you know, being faithful. God allowed his children to be taken. You know, that wasn't in the original plan. The devil came and said, yo, let, you know, if you remove your hedge around Job, he'll curse you. And God's like, oh, OK. And everybody wants to say how, you know, well, Job had more children. But let's face it. If you have three children, Tasha, John, Sam, right, and they all died and you get three more ch children, um, Jonah, Sarah, Paul, the, the second three may be amazing, but they're not like the first. So you can lose the things that God gave you. Right. So that whole notion that what God has for me is for me is just 
just not biblically sound. Okay. In the Bible, it said God says, God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans to uh, not do harm to you, to bring you to an expected end. He knows the plans he has for you. Okay. He has a plan for you to be an entrepreneur if that's what you're supposed to be. But we can screw it up. Right. We can choose not to do it God's way. We can choose to use debt to grow a business. We can choose to not go out there and make people aware of our our products and services. We could choose to charge uh, too low or too high. We could choose to um, not be consistent and the business will go away and, and God will allow it to happen. OK, so. God knows the plans for us, but it's up to us to seek him out and to be obedient to the plans as we understand them and then not make the plans the idol, right? Just because you have a plan that you believe God gave you, you can't be so in love with the plan that you think it's the plan that makes you successful in business. No, it's God that makes you successful. Everything else are tools. If you, if he tells you to use Facebook ads, Facebook ads is just a tool, a resource to which God is going to allow you to use to get business. We have to make sure that God is the center of everything. He is the author and finisher. He is the alpha and omega. It is him. Like we're not following our passion. We're following Christ. Right. And however that leads us, it may even include that while you're building your business, you need to go get a job. Right. And if you're so caught up on following your passion, uh, you know, you got to hustle to make it, you got to fake it till you make it. And you miss the fact that the anointing for business is not, you know, has has moved. Right. And in this season, you need to get a job. You can put yourself in an unnecessarily harmful uh, position and your family. OK. We all believe that we're supposed to be uh, uh, building businesses. I get it. Right. But even more important than the business is what is God calling us to do? Right. Because he will bless the works of your hands, but he will truly bless what you are doing when it's, you know, in line with his plans. That's when you start getting the exponential type um, results. Right. So don't get caught up on following your passion. Don't believe that mess. What God has for me is for me. So nothing can, you know, no matter what I do, uh, you know, it's going to work. Um, and choose to follow Christ, not follow the tools, right? That matters. The journey that we're on as entrepreneurs is a hard one, right? There's just, there's no, no easy way around it. But when we make God the source and everything else the resource, we'll, we'll get there. We'll be successful as part of the long-term plan he has for us, okay? Um, it's important that we understand this because we're going to get tried. The moment you commit to doing it God's way is the moment you're going to get flooded with all these other opportunities, all these other distractions, all these other very nice, wonderful sayings that have no biblical uh, foundation to it at all. And you're going to have to be able to decipher what's, what was God said or what's God made and what's man made. All right. Uh, so I encourage you to, you know, Spend five minutes, 10 minutes at, at the minimum. If you can't do anything else in the Bible in the day, in, in the morning, when you start your morning and start asking God to show you uh, what he wants you to see and what he wants you to understand and how to apply this to the business that you believe he's giving you. I believe that makes the difference. So even when you're not making the revenue that you want, well, even better, that way, when you do it this way, your peace and your fulfillment and your joy isn't tied to um 
the revenue that you make or a number of sales or the notoriety you receive from being a business owner. It's tied to knowing that you recognize God as your source and whatever method he decides to bless you is okay. It just happened to be right now business. Make sense? All right. I know it's a journey. We're on this together and we can do it. All right. See you next time.